0: Oh no, let's just do rock paper scissors. Okay. Three way rock paper scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Whoever loses first goes last. Yeah. So, rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. Scissors. Okay, you both <laughs> shoot. <laughs> no, you guys do rock. I go first. You guys do rock paper scissors. Rock, scissors shoot. Shoot. Who does scissors? <laughs> <work>? <laughs> <laughs> no! Who Again. does four
1: <laughs> rounds of scissors? Five, five. five rounds well, of scissors. Hey, you always the, do rock, rock the first. Other no, play the first. You, you play always the other do person. rock first.
0: Rock is always first. It's the safe uh, pick. Paper covers
1: rock. Yeah, but paper. <laughs> no one does
0: paper first because they always assume scissors is more fun to do. You do rock first, nope. and then you see what the other person does, get into their head and think two rounds well, ahead of them, mm. and then go for it.
1: I Apparently, we, were, we, we were, did five we in a strategy. row. I think your strategy was sound.
0: Hello, and welcome to Catholic Bites, a podcast for busy Catholics. Father Chris always laughs when I say that. So uh, that's, I can't handle this, but
1: pregnant silences. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, uh, In case you don't know, we have with us the kind of uh, the uh, original, not the original, but like in this format. It's, um, been, it's been a long ride yeah. for sure. Father Chris and Father Alec and um, we're all in one place. You're not in an undisclosed Shit. location. Not, not an undisclosed location. not over Zoom. Not over Praise Zoom. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So this is great, and uh, we're going to record a couple um, episodes tonight, which you'll get in in several weeks. So um, uh, all the pop culture references are going to be stale by the end, but you know, <laughs> it's okay. And tonight we're gonna do um, uh, a draft, which has uh, been a lot of fun. We've done a couple of those in the past. I won the Apostles draft false. because of my false. algorithm. That is also Ridiculous. false. And um, Ridiculous. so tonight Incredible. we are going to do a, um, a a draft of 20th century theologians. Now they had to not. It's not that they were alive in the 20th century; that they had to do some of their theology in the 20th century. Hmm. So they can overlap into the 21st century, but that's the rule: 20th century theologians, and. Picking them on your team does not mean that you endorse all the theological things that you're Ooh, important doing. Important qualification basically. is what, but you're saying, "Oh, this is a big name, and I need to like, I need to pick them. one." Like, so, team, so yeah. if I picked yep. Rudolf Boltmann, it wouldn't be that I endorse his way of doing things. But so, I mean, you do. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's right. I mean, we gosh. all know. Sick burn. Um, <laughs> But, so, now That's I've revealed the, my third round pick. As but. an
1: aside, that is such an inaccessible, like, joke slash reference for anyone listening to I this. I want the whole said. Boltman, <laughs>
0: Moltman, Kazeman yeah. trio. Oh, That's wow. going to be my whole draft Well, line. I tell you
2: what, I'm not going after any of them. So that is your team, <laughs> my friend. Well, we,
0: before, before, well, we were recording, but before the beginning of the podcast, we had Rock, Paper, Scissors competition to see the order who goes first. Mm. And Father Chris and Father Alec did five rounds of them, each picking scissors. So... I will go first, and then <laughs> Father Alec, and then Father Chris, and then we're just going to do a normal three-round draft. So, with the first pick in the 20th century theologians um, uh, draft, I'm going to go with the chalk, and I'm going to choose Joseph Ratzinger, Obviously. a.k.a. Pope Benedict XVI, a.k.a. the guy who basically ran the Second Vatican Council. Like, he's his theology is incredible, even though some of our friends who are... Even more Thomist than, than we are, mm. would argue that it's a problem that he's not a Thomist. He's an Augustinian, Bonaventurian. Uh, his nickname in seminary was Buch uh, while his brother's nickname was Orgel which means <laughs> Book Ratzinger and Organ Ratzinger. And he's an absolute theological, mm. theological genius um, and probably has done more to shape the course of the church's history in the last uh, century than any other person alive, with the exception of probably JP2. So I think it's a pretty good chalky pick for a first mm. round no, first pick.
1: It is, but it has to be the pick. I mean, uh, yeah, I, perspective don't know, of, I know that well, you know, people would have different ideas, but both from high level really important theology and magisterial teaching mm-hmm. to like stuff that brand new theologian, maybe not brand new, but a relatively inexperienced theologian can pick up and read and be edified by you. you don't find that kind of mix. yeah. Like and, and frankly, mean, it's just beautiful. It is. Like, it, it, look, you read his
0: Jesus of Nazareth series; no, it's, it's amazing, yeah. you know, and accessible, and 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 his sentences are just so yeah. easy to read. Unlike some other Polish priests. Uh, wow, uh, wow, uh, wow, guys! But um, <laughs> it's it's just really, really beautiful stuff. Yeah. He's an incredible, incredible theologian, Father Alec. You are
1: up next. All right. So there, I still think is a fairly obvious chalk pick. Another. Holy Pontiff of the 20th century. Um, frankly, I don't think it's as as cut and dry as as uh, as some people would think, based on the fact that as 20th century Pope, we've had a lot of good theologians. Benedict the 15th, right? Benedict the 15th, you <laughs> <got> <laughs> Nobody, it. Yeah. you got That's it. Sincere <laughs> He's the one. <laughs> um, no, but I am going to go with Pope John, Pope Saint John Paul the <laughs> Second slash the Great. Um, we're having a little bit mm-hmm. of technical difficulties with my <laughs> microphone, so I hope this can be heard. It can't be heard. Don't worry. Um, so I, I think um, you know what he. So he lacks a little bit of the polish and a little bit of the, the grace of of writing style that Benedict had. Um, but his um, theology of the body is still oh, a gosh. resource that's incredibly valuable. It's really just reflections on. On creation and the nature of of man and woman, and and really very beautiful and very important. Hmm. Um, and he donated a lot, a lot to the church in terms of holding a number of things together throughout a very difficult time. Um, of course, like every pope, he has his critics for various reasons. Um, but I, I, I think that uh, what he has done throughout his throughout his long uh, pontificate and as a theologian, um, really. Is incredibly valuable, um, not just not just through theology of the body, which is really his masterwork, well, maybe his only his only real treatise on theology, um, but, but also the for his Lazio, yeah. Like I his was going to say his his encyclical magisterial teachings are amazing, amazing, no, they're fantastic. So I think it's a pretty right. obvious, pretty easy choice for my uh, first overall. Pick. Even though Absolutely. I can't
0: understand half the things he writes, about. I had a whole class on the thought of JP two about hmm. subjectivity and. I still don't know what that class was about. Right? <laughs> there we, is elder I didn't know what to take. Of I did not say more <laughs> about him or about you. No, no one in the class knew <laughs> what it was about. The professor didn't speak English very well, so that was one of okay, yeah, those should, issues. Should, but yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. He, he can be. He's not. He Benedict is distinct in his incredible accessibility oh, and brilliance. Amazing. But John Paul II did uh, an enormous amount magisterially nice. and personally. Yeah. Okay, Father Chris, you have third pick.
2: All right, um, I have to go with Surveys Pinkers, Father Surveys Pinkers. Okay.
1: Wow, Huge.
2: well, uh, important though, hugely important. Um, part of this is just a personal uh, experience of, of reading him that he was sort of the the gateway for me into Saint Thomas. Um, right prior to reading him, Saint Thomas Aquinas seems you know just very dry and almost um, like okay, what are we, you know this guy like helping me get closer to God? But Pink hairs, um just really helped get rid of a lot of like modernism in how we read St. Thomas, so it was much more about encountering the person of Christ and articulating, so his big thing is moral theology, and it's articulating, really moral theology, just articulating what happens in the human being that is in union with God, and so how God is at work in uh, the human person uh, to, to bring him to desire heaven, to bring him to desire union with God, um, and all the actions and the virtues that flow from that. So it's just the total transformation of the human being. Um, his big thing would be freedom for excellence versus freedom of indifference. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he basically helped, you know, write *Veriditas Splendor*, which was John Paul II's, you know, hugely important encyclical on moral theology. So, for me, Pin Pancarius is just an absolute
1: must uh, on on the team. Nice, yeah. that's a good choice. I think I we've Sanchez. done a indifference versus freedom podcast. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. We have serve, yeah, at least once. Uh, probably more than once.
0: Okay, so he's, he's a more modern guy. Maybe not like a... So yeah. far, we've got two big um, Second Vagrant Council guys, and he's a little after Second Vagrant Council. Mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm debating what would my next choice is going to be, um, because I know I know I can block both of you, depending <laughs> on my choice, but then I came up with a third choice, which I don't think is on either of your radars, who I really want to pick. So I'm like, do I save him for the third round? But then I had a great third round one pick, too. So These are, yeah. This... Okay, so I'm going to go with a, 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 a Dark Horse Louis Bouillet.
1: No, that was what I was going to yes. pick. Oh yes, I got no, it. I got it. That actually doesn't surprise me. I was I literally your, going to pick
0: him. Oh, that's hard. Yes. Sure. Louis sure. Bouillet is amazing. Tell I thought why. for sure I was going to. So okay. he was a Lutheran pastor who converted to Catholicism and became an oratorian priest. He was a priest at the council, and he was on the committee that helped draft the new um, uh, the, the post-conciliar liturgy. He's a really beautiful liturgical theologian. I amazing. recommend everyone oh read him. Yes, his book absolutely. on the Eucharist is amazing, but he has some liturgical theology. I've read like his, his biography of John Henry Newman is amazing. Yeah. Like he's got incredible, incredible stuff. And it's so beautiful and so I don't know, sometimes with liturgy it can be very, for lack of a better term, partisan. You know, you're either like nineteen uh, seventies or you're radical traditionalist, And Louis Bouillet is just so oh, so wonderfully, you know, scripturally and scholarly uh based and just really is a, a a real breath of fresh air. So and his spiritual theology is really beautiful too. Mm-hmm. His introduction to the spiritual life is amazing and very accessible. So he's got a lot of really great books out there that that are worth reading. So he is my pick in uh as for my, my second round pick. Um wow, it's a good pick. Okay, good. Well who Father Alec are you gonna do? I think I know.
1: So I think I think that uh if I think of the 20th century theology, there are a few things that I think of. And um, the the dominant, if I had to pick one dominant thing that I think is so valuable in the 20th century, as far as a contribution to the church, it is the theology of ecclesiology, which is the theology of the church. So I am going to pull what I think is a, a bit of a surprise to my my no confreres and I'm going to select Pope Pius XII, who wow. kicked off the the wow. ecclesiological, ecclesiological um, reformation, so to speak, or, or investigation with Mystici Corporis Christi, yeah. um, which was his probably not his only, but but maybe his most valuable encyclical. In my opinion, his most valuable encyclical, mm-hmm. which really for the first time gave the church an opportunity to to look at herself and say, what is the mystical body of Christ? It's not just a A crude metaphor. It's not just a social club. It's not just a bunch of people that are bound together by, you know, enjoyment of Christ or something like that. It is truly Mm -hmm. this living organism that is the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, the body of Christ is the Eucharist. The body of Christ is the Church. Body of Christ in St. Paul. Um, It is this this incredibly valuable insight. It is really unique to the 20th century, it, not, not unique, but you <laughs> and read St. Paul, you know. yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you read like St. Thomas, no, very much. because of his time, he didn't. There was there was no reason to write right. anything about the That's church because the church was yeah. the body of Christ, right? right? It was it was just Christianity, and then in the aftermath of this this kind of explosion of Protestant denominations, we really it took us a while yeah, to kind of evolved. get our feet under us. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to take the uh, non Saint Pope and go with the magisterial teaching of. Pius the Twelfth.
0: Great, it's a good pick because he also like I mean, Divino Afflante Spirit is absolutely oh, okay. fantastic. No,
1: Forgive me for for honestly for forgetting that. I, well, yeah, no, yeah. but
0: then his his um uh gosh, why am I blanking on the name of his liturgical one? It's um uh gosh, and I, the, didn't he have
2: the one on the family too on marriage? Uh, oh, Arcanus. Was that, no, I think that was before no I, is
0: Who did Kasi
1: Canubi? Casti Canubi was after. Um, oh. where is it? Didn't <laughs> I, and, and I feel like I'm going insane having like a slight. Crazy moment, but didn't he also define the, the, the assumption? The <laughs> assumption. Oh my gosh! So <laughs> we're, not, we're not. Uh, we're not. We're not lacking for important magisterial no, moments. by no means. Mediator
0: dei. That's that's his liturgical one. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It's and it's basically like oh, all yes, all of yes, the conciliar yes. document is footnoted like mediator dei. Yep. Like, and
1: so, I I do want to say like there. There's reasons why some people don't love Pius XII, but like his some of his popular cultural associations during World War II and Nazi Germany, all that is almost entirely bunk. I mean, it's really entirely bunk. So if you have if you if you've heard that, I just encourage you to like find a reputable source to really see what was going on. Um, But he was yeah, I didn't I never thought of him as a theologian, but he's got some
0: incredible
1: encyclicals. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, good choice. Okay, Father Chris, who are you? Okay,
2: so yeah you threw me off but I think I think uh, I've got a good one here I'm gonna go with Dietrich von Hildebrand wow, yeah. wow. Um, so I mean huge in understanding of uh, marriage huge and he has this probably my favorite book that I've read of his is liturgy and personality mm-hmm. just how one's personality is is formed by uh, the liturgy He was um, a layman let's let's preface that uh, thank you yes yeah, so uh, married to Alice von Hildebrand Um German, they, they moved to the United States. Um, really big on, on kind of personalism. And he also has a, a book, um, Transformed in Christ. Uh, just again, it's, it's I, you can tell I'm kind of a moral theologian. Um, <laughs> but just his approach, it's very new. It's a new approach in, in some ways, right? John Paul II, personalist, just this, this focus on the subjective of appropriation of the objective truth. Uh, and how we appropriate that truth into ourselves, and it, it's something that a lot of the 20th century theologians picked up. And he just did it really well. Uh, again, our, our uh, Thomas friends would not love this, but um, von Hildebrand, I think you, you've got to have him on your team. Yeah. I think
1: I'm on, I think it's an excellent choice. I really do. Um, I, he wasn't even on my radar. I didn't even think about there's, it, yeah. it. I think I think what's what's crazy about this exercise is there's like. When you first say 20th century theologians, it's like oh whatever, you know who 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 do we even pick from? But when you start diving in, it's like there was a lot of rich. I know I can't believe. I mean,
0: now I'm really uncertain. I thought for sure you guys were each going to take the next two guys, and so now they're not. They weren't on my list, and I was going to take Reginald Garrigou-Lagrange. But good choice. I just just don't don't know him enough. Just to like just to like (laughs) throw throw something out there, you know. Um, JP 2s doctoral dissertation, but yeah, I'm Bob not going to do that. I'm going to go with Henri de Lubac because oh, you have I to take him yeah. I mean, at this point. The fact that he's fallen into the third round is it's the kind same, of amazing, right? You know? I, know, I wanted to do Yves Congar too, and I wanted to do Schillabiks, even <laughs> though he went crazy. But like, there's but his book on sacraments is outstanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's great. Clearly. And his book on marriage, but um, so I'm going to do it with de Lubac. Okay, that's a good um, choice. So de Lubac was a French priest. He was censured by the Magisterium before um. Uh, uh, before the Second Vatican Council, and then he was a priestess at the council and, like, one of the great theological minds at the council. Yeah. And the thing I love, I mean, I don't agree with everything he says. I'm probably not smart enough to uh, to not agree with everything he <laughs> says, but, like, um, but the thing about him that I just love is when you read him, you're like, this guy has read absolutely yeah, everything. It's amazing. It's, 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 an, it's an incredible. Like, yeah. people you've never heard of, he's read and knows and can comment on um, uh, normally. It's just amazing. So... He, he was a huge influence on Ratzinger. He was a huge influence on JP2. JP2 made him a cardinal, I want to say. Um, Honorific cardinal, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know if he... Did
2: I he think he did the same to Von Balthasar, right? Oh, but he died first.
0: Yeah, and same thing with Congar uh, and... Um, and what's his name? The... Uh, um, Avery Cardinal Dulles. Team. Yes, yes, yes. Also, yes. uh, uh, completely yeah, not even yeah. thought of. Uh, yep. <laughs> I mean, unbelievable, right? So I'm going with DeLubach because Detroit. you just can't not take him. Which means I've got three non-Thomas on my team. That's that how is going well, to do Garegrew. Well,
2: it's also jockey. 20th century. Like yeah. if we went back to yeah, I mean,
1: so there, yeah, and there wasn't. There, I mean, there was some groundbreaking stuff in Thomism, but not, not in the same. I would say in the same degree. Mm. And pink hairs. I mean, it's okay, maybe the yeah. most important. You get a a lot more 21st century. Yeah. Like we have a lot of resetting some
2: of that. 21st century. Yeah, yeah, that's really happening.
1: So I will take in my third round um, someone who I have a personal lot of affection for and is also a very controversial figure, which I will gladly own. Um, And I do not endorse his more controversial later in life works. But. Edwin Skillabix. um, Spell his name. S-C-H-I-L-L-E-B-E-E-C-K-X. Nice. Wow, well done, sir. Good work. I think there was an I there that you made an E, but that's okay. Maybe. I I, I don't know. So Skillabix. Um, So Skillabix is often known for sort of, he was Dominican, um, and towards the end of his his career slash life, he's sort of known for for going a bit off the rails. (laughs) I mean, kind of encapsulated by his two-volume set that was, one was called... I think it's, what, Jesus, and the other one was called... Off the Rails. <laughs> off the Rails. <laughs> <laughs> so there was, like, Jesus and then the Christ or something yeah, like about, that, uh, as if you're yeah, supposed yeah, to separate the yeah. Jesus of history yeah. from the Christ of faith. Um, so forget all that. He has uh, a fantastic work on sacramental theology called Christ, uh, the Sacrament of the Encounter with God, which is fantastic. So, it gives you this idea of what... if you If you've ever wondered, like, what what is the purpose or what is the value of sacramental theology from like a like a cosmic perspective, which is to say more than just giving us grace, but like, how does it how does how does it make God more present than he could be in other ways? Mm -hmm. Um, It's an it's an amazing work. Um, And he and he wrote a number of smaller works in his early career that were very, very good. Um, So stick with early skill Find someone that can recommend good stuff Mm -hmm. to you who Mm -hmm. respects him, but also is, you know, has a cautious eye. But it's I think he's worth reading for sure.
0: Nice. Okay, now Father Chris, you're going to take Leonardo Bolf, the great um uh, Marxist uh, theologian. Indeed. Yes, That's indeed. helpful. I Our,
1: was
2: unaware of this. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 or, Car- or or Karl Rahner, right? Those were two Rahner. options okay, good. <laughs> that are that are 20th century. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, I am going to pick a total dark horse and you, Father Conrad's going to make fun You've Conrad already eight. picked two dark horses, so. No. Go ahead. Pink hairs? Yeah. Pickers a little okay. note, but super and, important. Okay. Anyways, okay. <laughs> but this is really and this is totally just personal preference, not necessarily because he's he's necessarily done, you know, had, had a huge influence um, in theology, but uh, mostly just because I think he's a he's somebody that everyone should know. Um, and this is Erasmo Leva Maricakis. Oh nice. Whoa. But, um, isn't he
0: twenty first century? No,
2: but he started in twentieth. Okay. For sure. That's um, and you said they could they could go over, so so yeah, I'm I am Father, Father Simeon. You mean Father Simeon? Now, um, I am smoking a lot of maricoccus right now. <laughs> I he's just so good. So he has he's most known for his four volume commentary uh, meditations on the Gospel of Saint Matthew, yeah, called uh, Fire of Mercy, Heart of the Word. Exactly. And one of the so a couple of things, but really, what it is ultimately just Lexio Divina on the Gospel of Saint it's Matthew, amazing. and it's, it's absolutely so amazing. good. Uh, both for just the theological in, insights that he gives in, from the Gospel of Matthew, but also in awakening this this awareness that we read Scripture to know a person uh, and to fall in love with a person. And so I, I am just loving him uh, and his work right now. Um, and I just think it's a great resource for priests, especially preparing homilies, but really for anybody that just wants to dive into the life of Christ. Um, it's a real gift. So that's my that's my choice.
0: Yeah, you tend to pick just like you know. Whatever you have a sentimental connection to and not like I, okay. the objective <laughs> choice, you know. There, okay, the first spiritual theology is theology, it's odd. important. Eve Congar is still on the board. I was gonna say, let's do <laughs> let's do a rapid
1: fire, go around, honorable mention. I mentions. just don't know Yves Congar well let's, enough. Like oh, I, don't man, know I mean, you mean you don't. We, I there mean, are I, so I, many. I would not say well enough, though. Okay, gotcha. So many people we left on the board. So Yves Congar, Avery Cardinal Dunn, Von Balthazar, I think you do. I was gonna say, you have to say Carl Ron again. Pius X. Oh my gosh. I mean, like, John Courtney Murray, uh, who are – oh I feel like gosh, there's sure. so many that were missing. Well, you could put Dulles. Um could Card- yeah, put Card- Dulles, yeah. Um, what's his name? The French guy, Charles Jornet, um yep. Garegru Lagrange. Gergou Lagrange, Gilles Emery. Oh, my gosh,
2: Emery, sure, sure.
1: Um Taillard de Chardin. Teilhard de Chardin, right. Chardin, who has a, a devoted following. Um, that's just, like, there are a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I some mean, are. there's – and some of those guys are not my favorite. Some of those guys, I think, are not super, like, you know, dead center cut of the yeah. of the. And these are really the just faith, Catholic theologians. I mean, you like yeah. branch I mean, some out to some that some have of the huge are...
2: influence on non-Catholic, yeah, th- especially scripture theologians that have had influence. Yeah. So, Non-Cathics.
0: so with this with this draft, I re- realized in the middle of it that it's like super nerdy. People probably shouldn't just go out and buy those books. Like, yeah, there's that, no way so, that I I, yeah. if, if
2: you've still been listening to this, I'm impressed. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I think that's a, an appropriate thing. Like, as we're kind of winding down our presence on on this podcast, like it is an appropriate thing to to like <laughs> just a, nerd out. a totally yeah. nerdy, <laughs> totally <laughs> pointless like kind of.
1: What if we do one final round around, one 20th century work that you would recommend someone someone read. 20th wow. 20th century just, just like, like for for your everyday theologian, sure. something that's a good entry point. I mean, can we do? Tw- or oh, we're doing 20th century, yeah. uh, or or theologians of the 20th century. Gosh. Okay, gotcha. Do you have some? I'll start with yeah. the most obvious one. Any of Joseph Ratzinger slash uh, Pope Benedict the um Jesus of Na- Jesus of Nazareth yep. series. If you want to pick Obviously. something to get you started, yeah. I if you're if you have like if you're if Ooh, you're a college educated. Because um, they're not they're not easy, but they're not they're not crazy they're hard. They're pretty but accessible like, for yeah. yeah. Go out, get those, read those first. I think that that is where I would start. Mm. Do, do you have it, yours? I, I don't think I do.
0: Okay, I think I'm going to go with um, uh, Louis Bouyer's Introduction to the Spiritual Life. Okay, I think it's worth reading. It's it's really quite good. It's not usually thrown out there as one of those like um, you know must-read
2: Intro to the Spiritual Life nope. books, but it's really, really well done, and he's just got such a great sense. So. And, okay, so for people listening to this, I would say Liturgy and Personality, Von Hildebrand. Okay. It's just so good. Beautiful. Yeah.
0: Good. Well, thank you guys uh, for joining us again, and thank you, everyone, for listening. If you'd like to listen to more Catholic Bites podcasts, we're going to be changing our name really soon, so <laughs> go look for the Catholic Link podcast. <laughs> um, that'll be happening shortly. I think we already made sent the announcement out about it. Um, and otherwise you can find us at, uh, for now at catholicbites.com uh, uh, but you can also go to catholiclink.org i think um, which has maybe it's .com, i can never remember i got to figure that out just go to both and um, uh, yeah I, I think there's a dash between catholic and link too i should probably they'll put that in the comments what it actually is um, and, uh, and there's so many great resources there. There's a great YouTube channel. There's all sorts of other, like, really awesome things there. So uh, check us out there. Thank you uh, for listening, and God bless you.